Shalom Ubracha! We're up to Yuma Daf Yud Beis. Today's Daf talks about a shul contracting Tomas Negoim. It talks about dividing up Yerushalayim into Shvatim, how they would coronate the backup Koyin Gadol, and a machlek is about the avnate of the Koyin Gadol. The Gemara begins asking, wait, are you telling me that a shul can become Tomei from the Goyim? We said this yesterday on Yod Aleph. We have a Brisa that says that the Pasuk of Vo Asher Loi Habayis tells me that it has to be his house and it can't be a public house. The basic says it's everybody's house. Mark gives three answers and actually comes up with a fourth one at that. So I have a bunch of answers as to explain why we have a Brisa that says that a basic says never become, gets Tomas Mitzari. It's not his house. And Agumar said that you couldn't find Mitzari on a basic Knesset. The first answer is given. It says that there's machlekes between the mayor and the rabbanon. In a Brisa, it says that a shul that has a little mokam dira in there for the shamish, that is definitely chayev in mezuzah. But if it doesn't have a mokam dira, then Rameir says it's chayev in mezuzah. The chachamim say it's potter in mezuzah. So Rameir would say that it could have Tomas Mitzayra, well, it could get tzaras anega on it, well, chachamim say it can't. Again, this whole sugya is actually totally in machlekes, whether a house ever gets a nega, ever, ever, ever. This is the same like as about a Ben Sireu Mayre. So one, one Tana says that it never, never happens. And one Tana says he saw Mamash everything. So, but either way, we are learning the way that the Rebbe Shalom thinks and how, what the Rebbe Shalom would feel about what's right and wrong in the sugya. So that has untold value in itself. And we have a second answer to explain the discrepancy between whether Basic Nessus needs, can get a nega or not. Really, the both Rabbon and everyone holds that a basic Knesset is not Chayev Mezuzah. The whole Machlik, the difference in our Tumamorim is whether there's a base Dira there or not. If there's a base Dira, then the Rabbon agree that it's Chayev Mezuzah and that it could have a Nega. And the Brayse was talking about when there was no Munkam Dira. Our third answer is it depends on the shul. If it's a city shul, in which case there's a whole array of people there who aren't regulars, you know, it's near the airport. So over there, anyone can walk in, it's a Shtibul. So that, you can't say, has, like, shul members. And that takes away its dearest status. That won't have a din of a nega. But in the villages where everyone has their own seat, their own shtender, and their little bookends to hold up this farm next to their seat. So over there, everyone knows that this is their makam dira in the shul. And these baal and miyuchadim will make it that this actually has a nega. The Gemara says, wait, wait, wait. A city shul doesn't have tumas nega. And Brisa says... That when the when the pasuk uses the lotion of, of achuzaschem, that only the land attributed to that shevet can get a nega, but Yerushalayim, which was not given to any shevet, cannot get tumas nega. So Yehuda says it doesn't mean Yerushalayim; it means the makom hamikdash belvad. That's where it, you won't find a nega. But Yerushalayim could still have a nega. You see that the base hamikdash won't get a nega, but any other shul. Even a public shul in a main city in Yerushalayim can't get a nega. So we clarify, if Yudah wasn't saying the base of Mikdosh, you know, the Harabayas base of Mikdosh, any Moko in Mikdosh is not going to be chayv a nega. So that includes the shul, the base Medrash, the also. A Mikdosh Ma'at. What's this machlekas about Yerushalayim being part of Achuz Aschem and having a nega? Well, there's a machlekas. Tanakama holds that Yerushalayim was not divided up by Shvatim wasn't given to any Shevet as a Yerusha. Well, Rabbi Yehuda holds it was. Divi- it was. 
This is the same Machlokas Tanoim we learned in Abraisa, that Harabayas, the entire eastern side was given to Shevet Yehuda, and the entire western side, the Heichel, the Ulam, and the Kachakadashim, that was all in Chelek Binyamin. There was a little strip of land in Binyamin's portion that Yehuda bit into. There's a little piece that Yehuda chopped from Binyamin's Chelek, and that's where the Mizbeach was. The Mizbeach was right in between those two Shvatim. And Binyamin was always mitzayir that they didn't have that chilek of the of the Beis Hamikdash. That's the pasuk of Chuyfi for love kol hayoyim, and this is why Binyamin, who was so desperate to have this kedusha, that's why the shechina was shayre, the intense shechina, the kedush kedushim was in his chilek. of Now the Gemara asks, "What you telling me that there's a Tano who actually holds that Yerushalayim was not given to any shvatim?" Ever beferish a bright that tells us. It's usher to rent out a house in Yerushalayim because it's nobody's property. You can't say, oh, this is my hotel, I'll rent you a bed. If Elizabeth Sotek said, you can, you're not even allowed to rent a bed because even the, you could say, okay, maybe the bed is mine, but since the place where the bed is is not yours, the whole hotel, every hotel in Yerushalayim was free. In fact, just to keep the hotels open, Chazar Masakin, that all the furs, the skins of the Kobanas, were given to the uh, the people staying in the hotel, gave it to the host of the hotel, just so that, you know, the, the hotels would stay open. Abai says that this is Taka, this is Derek Eretz, that if someone leaves a hotel in Yushalayim, he should leave over uh, the pottery jug that he drank from, and the furs, that goes to the hosts. Now, besides for the cities, we said that the little villages, those shuls were metam and agoyim. And the Brisa says that it has to be an inheritance. Which, right, La'achuza in the Pasuk tells me that you have to actually own it. But just owning it is not enough. It has to be divided up between the Shvatim. And even after it's divided up, it has to be divided up to each base Av. And each base Av, even though you were designated to a, to a certain chilek of this land, you have to know exactly which, which house, which acre is yours. This is the Pasuk of Ba Asher Loi Habayis. Mishim Yuchod Loi has to be. 100% his that he knows that this is my house, but until then, it's not your house, and you won't even be able to, be able to find an egg on it. So the third terrorists are telling me that it depends if it's the city or if it's the village, and that's going to decide whether a nega can be shared there. It's not such a good terrorist, so we have to go back to the first or second terrorists. Either it's Machlikes, Rameir, and the Rabbonon, whether a shul with a base dira is chayv or not, in, in Mezuzah, whether it, it can have a din of a nega, or we could say that it we're talking about a shul that when it has a Malcolm Dira, everyone says that it can have a nega. But when there's no Malcolm Dira, everyone's going to agree in the Rabbanon that there's no nega on it. Now we know from our Mishnah that the Kayin Godol of Kippur had a backup Kayin just in case he wouldn't make it to do the Avoida. So now the Gemara here tries to figure out when exactly and how exactly do we appoint this Kayin Godol? Do we make him the, kohen, the backup Kayin? How do we make him into a Kayin Godol? If, if this soul of the Kohen Gadol who was supposed to do that voida happens before the carbon Tomid. So we dress up the backup Kohen in the Shemite Begodim and he does the carbon Tomid and by doing the Avoida in the Shemite Begodim now he's the Kohen Gadol. But what happens if the soul happened after the carbon Tomid? How are you going to be Mechanech to inaugurate this backup Kohen? Well, Ravada Baraavas gives one answer. He says you put an Avnate on him. By putting on a Kohen Gadol Avnate that makes him into the Kohen Gadol. Okay, that works according to my number of holds that the Kohen Gadol has the same Avnate as a Kohen Hedjot. But if you're going to say that the Avnate of the Kohen Gadol is always a different material than the 
Avnei Rov, the Koyan had yoit. Then now on Yom Kippur, the Koyan Gadol is going to be wearing the, the, a, a, an Avnei of a Koyan had yoit. By putting that on, it doesn't show anything. Because he's been wearing, the, the, the regular Koyan has been wearing this all year round. Now he's going to put on the same Avnei he always wore. That's not going to, that doesn't make it look like he's the Koyan Gadol. Where's the hacker in that? So Abai says another answer. It's not the Avnate that makes him into the Kohen Gadol. He puts on the Shemayin Begadim and he takes a, a pitchfork and he flips over the Ivarim of the Karban Tamid. So he doesn't do the Karban Tamid, you know, because that was already done. But he by engaging in the Karban Tamid, wearing the Shemayin Begadim, that shows that's a hacker that he's the Kohen Gadol. There's like Rav Huna who says that flipping over these Ivarim is Mamesh and Avoida of the Kohen Gadol and Fazar does it He's Chayv Misa. Okay, good terrorists. Now, probably third answer. How do we inaugurate the Kohen Hedjot into a Kohen Gadol after the Karmatama is already brought? Our Papa says, by doing that Vodis Yom Kippur, that shows that he's the Kohen Gadol. Moshe Rabbeinu appointed the special Kalim for the Avodah of Yom Kippur. From then on, anyone who uses that is, anyone wielding these Kalim is the Kohen Gadol. Now, here's the Machlechus about the Avnit. Rav Dimi says that the Avnit of the Koyin Hedot is a Machlechus between Rebbe and Rav Elezer and Rav Shimon. One says that it was made of Klayim, and one says that it was only linen. Now, the Gemara tries proving that Rebbe is the one that holds that the Avnit of the Hedot was made of Klayim. He brings a Brisa. The only difference between the Koyin Godol on Yom Kippur wearing the Big Day Lovon and a Koyin Hedot is the Avnit. Now, when is this talking about? We're not talking about during the rest of the year, because the rest of the year the Kohen Gadol is wearing eight begotten. There's a lot of differences between that and the Kohen Hedwig. Elamai, you're talking about in Yom Kippur, and you see that he's wearing a different avnate. You see that the Kohen Gadol wears linen, while the Kohen Hedwig is wearing shotness. The Gemara says that's not the best raya. You could be talking about the rest of the year too, and the difference between the two of them. Now, Bryce is not telling me what's the difference between the two Begadim, because you're right, one's wearing eight, one's wearing four. But in the Begadim that are the same, in those four Begadim, the difference is the Avnate. So it could be that even Rebbe holds that the, the Avnate, the Kahanim, during the year, was only linen. Now, Revan clears this up for us. He says that the Avnate of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, everyone holds, was straight linen, no Kliyam. During the rest of the year, everyone holds it was Kayim. The Machlaikis is by the Koyin Hedyot. Rebbe says, and now we know it's Rebbe, that the Koyin Hedyot always wears a Kayim. While the Rebbe Reb Shimon says, it's not Kayim, it's only linen. So according to Rebbe, the, the Koyin Gadol is wearing the same Avnate as the Koyin Hedyot, who wears that all year, always wearing shotness. Rabbi Nachim Bar Yitzchak says also, we have a passage of Al Bissarag which teaches us. By using the lotion of the lovash a second time, that the Koyin who's doing the Chumas Hadeshen must wear all four begadim, according to Rav Yehuda. Rabbi Doisa learns that this lotion of the lovash again is telling me about the Koyin God on Yom Kippur, that those begadim are allowed to be worn by a Koyin Hedyot. The lovash is even allowed to wear the Koyin Godol's Arba begadim from Yom Kippur. Rabbi says, I have big problems with that. Number one, the Kohen Gadol wears a different Avner on Yom Kippur. His is not Shatnez. And yours, during the Truma Sadesh, on the regular Kohen, is supposed to be Shatnez. Second of all, I'm going to take 
the begadim that the kohen gadol wears in the kodesh kedoshim, and we're going to use that for a kedusha kala. How can I take it down from kedusha hamura to a, down to kedusha kala? Elamai, that lashon of Yilbash is telling me that Yilbash he's allowed to wear even worn out clothing. That's what Yilbash is teaching me. Not that he can wear the kohen gadol's clothing. And this is kvir abdoisa, because there's a machloikas whether you need to throw out, put in in geniza the worn out clothing of the big day kahuna. But if Daisa holds the clothing of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, rather, are the, do they have to be put into Geniza after every Yom Kippur? If Daisa holds, no, you can re-wear that big day kahuna from Yom Kippur on the next year of Yom Kippur. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.